Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Dr. Dendi Engelman is a board-certified, award-winning New York dermatologist, most surgeon and media expert who specializes in medical and cosmetic dermatology. With a celebrity client list including Elle McPherson, Sophia Vergara, Christina Ricci, and Kristen Chenoweth, to name just a few, Dr. Dendi's clinical practice specializes in a less is more approach to provide her patients with optimal, beautifully natural results. In partnership with Elizabeth Arden Provage, I am delighted to introduce you to one of the most respected experts in the field of cosmetic dermatology as we talk all about eyes and the launch of Provage Anti-Aging Eye Serum 2.0. Dr. Dendi explains why the orbital area is often the first to show signs of aging and what we can do to prevent and protect this delicate area. She shares the most effective clinical procedures to consider, depending on your concern, and the important role of specific active ingredients for safe at-home care. Dr. Dendi breaks down the science and shares her advice and insights on the latest treatments, effective ingredients in skincare, and the breakthroughs we need to know about for keeping the delicate eye area beautiful and rejuvenated for longer. I'm excited to introduce you to Dr. Dendi Engelman from New York. Dr. Dendi Engelman, welcome from New York. I'm so delighted to have you on the show, Ageless by Rescue podcast. You are an expert that I've admired for many years and I follow your work. So what a thrill to have you on the show all about eyes. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you. Well, I'm in good company because you have quite the roster of celebrity clients and you are one of the most qualified and highly celebrated and awarded dermatologists. You're based in New York. Um, And one of the things that I really love about the work that you do and what you're admired and respected for is that you really do uh, champion the natural look, which is pretty hard to do when you're working with celebrities who may be under so much pressure to look younger and younger and younger. How did you kind of make this your signature look? Well, I'm trying to think of a way I could answer that in a short little snippet, but, you know, I think it's an evolution of where you've come from and who has helped raise you. And I come from a father who's in general medicine and a mother who's a therapist. And I think that they're, you know, I've always in our home kind of been guided between health, both internal and external and obviously mental health as well. And there's a lot of psychology that goes into appearance, right? And we know that like, if we look better, we physically feel better. Like the person who walks into my office is not the person who leaves. I mean, their head is higher, their shoulders are back. And there's this whole transformation aside from what I've done physically with injectables or lasers. Um, But I think there's that tipping point where we can certainly go too far and extend our natural anatomy Um, or facial contours to something that isn't even human. And I think in the goal of trying to achieve looking as our best self, 
we still need to look like ourselves. And so that tends to stick closely to a much more natural look where it's like, oh, well, there's Bahar. I know what she looks like. We've maybe done a little enhancement so that she looks like a better version of herself, but it's absolutely her. We've all seen these celebrities who've done these major transformations and they're all over the tabloids. Like, what'd she do? That looks terrible. And so um, I never want that for anyone, for myself, my family, my patients, my celebrity clients. Um, Because my goal is to help people to look better, but also to like how they look more. Um, and that comes with, with loving who you are at the, at the base of that. So there's a whole lot of, of what we do in the office that has nothing to do with procedures, but basically helping people to work through whatever they're going through in life with their family, with their job, you know, and, and that, I think when you, when you manage expectations of where we're going to go in this journey, um, hopefully that gives you a much more natural result, but still, a more beautiful one, but certainly within the confines of what should be accepted. One of the uh, things that was, you know, obviously through the pandemic and uh, God knows that New York really suffered for a long, long time is that, you know, with the mask wearing, we became uh, quite uh, invested in skincare, but also we became really hypersensitive about the parts of our face which were showing and more than ever the eyes were in focus you know you couldn't put on a red lippy you couldn't put on highlighter on your cheeks you really were just a set of eyes for such a long time and you know the eyes are always the first place where they show expression and age and they're kind of the the most prominent and alive feature of a face. So I really wanted to speak to you about this area and ask you from your clinical experience and also, I guess, in a post-pandemic world, why uh, why is treatment of the eye area such an important first step when we are looking at refreshing a face? So the skin around the eye is the thinnest on the body. The dermis is literally microns in in depth. And the dermal components of collagen and elastin that help to keep our skin tight and not crepey um, are are less dense there. And the reality is um, it's the first area that we start to show our age, whether it's from smiling a lot, squinting in the sun, um, just life sleeping certainly can give induced sleep wrinkles. And um, we start to lose that bounce to the skin, the elasticity, the snapback. And so that manifests as either um, crepiness, crow's feet. Some often when we lose volume under the eye, we have um, more hollowness. It looks like dark circles. And so certainly you're exactly right that during the mask wearing part of the pandemic, um, that was a primary part of focus and people were doing everything they could to help at home to do do their skincare, to help ameliorate the skin there and help to reverse the signs of aging. Um, and certainly in office, that was that following suit as well. And people were doing at home stuff to, to kind of run in tandem with what we do in the office. Um, and so it's important to look for skincare ingredients that help to improve the appearance of the skin. And I always tell patients who are coming to me and they're like, oh, I'm looking so old. And they always point to their eyes first. Um, the thin skin 
the silver lining to that is the thinner the skin, the easier it is to actually reverse signs of aging. So if you build a little bit, we'll take the good news. (laughs) Right. I mean, it it does give you some hope that um, the thinner the skin, if we make any difference in building collagen or elastin and improving those dermal structures, same with the neck, it actually translates clinically into a big difference in what we see on the surface of the skin. If we build a little collagen or elastin in a heavy cheek, for example, it doesn't lift the whole face. That, you know, is a much bigger um, thing to tackle but around no, I've eye, never heard it said that way and it makes so much sense you've just really explained you know the mystery of whether or not we actually need an eye cream or a specific specific eye treatment product really well because you're right you can affect change on a thin small area and you can see the visibility of that change from effective treatment effective home care effective ingredients good product that's true. Absolutely. And so it's it's the one thing that, um, you know, it's like you give the bad news, but then you give the silver lining good news and patients are really um, hooked into that because they can see the difference over eight weeks. You can really significantly see change in the skin that's very easy um, to monitor the progress versus waiting, you know, months, if not years, for for change to occur or to slow down the degradation of the change that occurs in heavier skin or thicker skin. So that that I actually love treating around the eyes because it makes a major impact, whether we're doing it at home in skincare or in office with more aggressive procedures. You know, one of the things that um, was one of the first grown-up skincare products that I invested in was eye cream. And I think that it, it was a hard sell initially. I was in my 20s and I really didn't understand why I needed specific eye cream. And then, you know, when I was in my 30s, I started having injectables and I thought, well, my eyes look so good with injectables, but it was really my dermatologist and my cosmetic physician who really drove it home to me that if you are having injectables or if you are having filler or if you are having PRP or laser or any of the other treatments you can do around the eyes, using good quality eye creams will actually extend the benefits and the life of the clinical treatments. Is that correct? Do you believe in that? Absolutely. I mean, I love to have everything that I'm doing in office augmented or supported by at-home skincare. What do you use? What do you like? um, For for skincare? Yeah. In terms of ingredients, what do you think? I mean, you know, you're obviously uh, today we've got you as a guest of uh, Elizabeth Arden Provage. I've got a fun Provage story to tell you in a second. But um, what are the ingredients that are in there? Is it the antioxidants that you like? Is it um, refining? What what are the things that work that go well with clinical? Certainly antioxidants are are key for brightening. I mean, that we know that that area is prone to either darkening or sun damage, um, and that leads to the appearance of dark circles. Peptides for hydration are important. Um, I, I actually, Arden also makes a retinol eye cream that I love that has ceramides in it as well to, to mitigate. That. With the little, yeah, they're great. Yeah. 
Yes. So mitigate the potential irritation that vitamin A derivatives can cause like retinol. We know that that can make you red or peel or irritated. So you need to use the one formulated specifically for the eye area because it's so delicate that obviously the formulators have made sure that it's at an appropriate percentage, but also the fact that there are ceramides at present helps to mitigate the drying and the side effects that the, the active vitamin A can give. Um, and so I think that it's my running joke forever has always been you're never too young for eye cream. I mean, I that's what I was going to ask you. Are you ever too young for eye cream? I mean, it, it never is going to hurt. And I, I joke yesterday, my little daughter had her dance performance and um, we were getting her ready and she is not allowed to wear makeup. Um, but I was getting her ready for her performance and that was very special. So I put on a little eye cream before that and she was like, can I have this? And I was like, I should post this of my little four-year-old with the eye cream because it, it really is, um, it's never going to do you any harm, you know, as far as um, you can't start too early. And we know it's just like people always say, what, what time, when, how, what age should we start skincare? And the reality is I, I count SPF is skincare and that starts you absolutely you know, right and we are caring for our skin by protecting it and same thing goes with eye cream we know where this is going to go over time so we're helping to support and hydrate that delicate skin area in order to prevent what we know is going to occur down the line which is wrinkling and crepiness and crow's feet and all the rest. Dr. Dendi, Provage um, have got a, a new eye serum, and I want you to explain to us what is the difference between uh, and why would we use an eye serum? Because we know why we would use a serum on our face. It's more concentrated. Um, it, the delivery system is easier for absorption. Tell us about this product, and, and it's a 2.0 version of it. So why would we use a serum, and why did they reformulate this um, yeah. serum? So um, the exact same reasons that you talk about as far as why you use a serum before cream or in lieu of some people just prefer serums, um, they tend to be more active and they tend to have higher concentrations of the ingredients that are, are the heroes in their formulations. Um, and, you know, it, it was interesting how, working with Arden for years now, they um, I love that they don't something doesn't have to be broken in order to fix it or to improve it. And so the 2.0 um, in both the Provage, the daily serum and the eye serum are just better versions of what they've already known to be very effective. Um, it wasn't like anything was wrong with the original ones, but there have been great strides over the years since the original launches. And so they've added um, increased ceramides to their product and, and increased actives that have been demonstrated time and time again to help to improve the appearance of, of the delicate eye area and, and the face when we're talking about the, the serum. So some patients who I treat, they love serums just because they tend to absorb better into the skin. Um, and, you know, we're typically layering around on the, on the face, whether then we put makeup and concealer and those kinds of things. And so some people prefer the serum to be absorbed and then just to go on with their SPF and makeup, um, where some feel very dry and they do serum 
and then cream, or you get option, you can customize it and just do your serum in the morning and your cream at night. And so there are different ways to kind of customize based on your preference. Um, but all pat the new formulation is packed with so many good ingredients that are so helpful for the delicate eye area to help improve, um, the skin texture and to help, um, minimize these signs of aging. You know, there's a whole thing in, in the U S about like, don't say anti-aging. That's so negative. You know, if we're not aging, we're not living. I mean, it is, we, it is inevitable that we have to age, but I like the concept of pro-aging, helping to assist in the aging process to make that um, the most uh, lovely process possible. Cause there's a lot that goes on with aging. That's great. Right. I mean, we learn so much, you, your, your brain and your experience over, over decades. Um, you know, you, I'm 45. I wouldn't want to be in my 20 year old brain. There's so much that you have oh benefited God, from. No, I don't want to be my 20 year old, but you know what, Dr. Dandy, I don't even want to be in my 20 year old body. And I think that that's the thing. That's why I launched ageless because there is so much that can be done to bottle the energy uh, of your youth and to actually, um, in you know, live as though you have that energy and vigor, but with the maturity and the wisdom and the life experience. So, yeah, I agree. Pro-aging is one thing, but on my products, I actually don't mind seeing the word anti-aging because I think it's a really clear direction of what, what you're getting. And with the Provage anti-aging eye serum, you know exactly what it is. I told you I was going to tell you a funny Provage story yeah, funny for you. So when I was pregnant with my daughter, who's 11, the skincare system that I was using was Provage. And so every time I smell the serum and I use any of the Provage products, it just reminds me of that time, but I used it after my morning sickness. So I only have good, good. association with the Provage product. <laughs> That's good. But the reason I used it is because the itabinone, which is the mm -hmm. you know main antioxidant um, and it's proprietary to Provage, mm -hmm. was so effective with pigmentation for me and it was safe because it wasn't retinol um, right. and as you were saying you know the serum eye technology was there again it was safe and um, uh, the uh, peptides in, in the serum are also fantastic but for me it was just such a great um, cosmeceutical that was also okay to use during pregnancy and so every time I go back to Provage I really, I, I love it because it's got all the touch points of a luxury product, but it's a cosmeceutical. Can you tell us more about um, the itabinone, which is proprietary and it's in the anti-age eye serum um, and it's also in the face serum? Sure. Um, so itabinone, you'll find throughout the Provage line, and that's kind of the hero antioxidant that, you know, in the world of Elizabeth Arden, it's really funny how many pioneering skincare ingredients have actually been brought to development through Arden, whether it was antioxidants years ago with the original Provage. And that at the time, Edie Benone was the most powerful antioxidant in, in the world. And they do have the patent on it. So, so no one else can use it. And, and, you know, I always like to back it up a little bit just for basic science, because we all know 
antioxidants are good and free radicals are bad. But, you know, if you think about the science of what that is, the reality is that we're just going to break it down very quickly. Um, if we think about environmental assailants, whether it's ultraviolet radiation or pollution particles, they get absorbed through the skin and they cause free radical damage. And a free radical is an unpaired electron that's kind of find, trying to find home and it's creating riots wherever it is, is looking for a pair. Um, and what happens is when it does that, if we think about the cell layer as like a zipper, the free radical goes in and unzips the cell and causes premature cell death. And so an antioxidant basically um, inserts itself into the cell membrane and blocks that unzipping. So it stops the damage from a free radical. And so that's why they're so important to have as a safety net under your SPF in order to catch anything that isn't filtered through to prevent premature DNA damage, cellular um, disruption or premature cell death, um, which would then all accelerate the signs of aging. And so that is why we love antioxidants in skincare because they're so important for protecting the cells on, on a cellular level and preventing DNA damage, which would subsequently lead to premature aging. And in, in worst cases, I mean, I'm a skincare surgeon. It can cause skin cancer. And I know y'all in Australia are so good about protecting your skin. I think, you know- we Well, we're can... good at it, but we don't, uh, you know what? It's always worth the reminder, even in Australia. And I, I love how you said, you know, you're talking about prevent and protect. So that's the role of itabinone or, or the role of a powerful antioxidant. And then what are some of the other ingredient compounds that are in Provage Anti-Aging Eye Serum and Provage Anti-Aging Serum that you think are, you know, better than what you've seen before, which is why you, I guess, have chosen to be associated with a brand? Yes. Um, so another, another ingredient in the 2.0 serum for the eye serum is thiotane, which is often not heard of antioxidant that also helps to protect um, against free radical damage and works synergistically with the etabinone, which is great because um, the more we have, the better. You don't have to think about just one key antioxidant. You want powerful ones, but a mix of them is great. And then there's also one called SynCell, S-Y-N, and then cell. And that um, helps to support the collagen, um, which obviously we know that's kind of the, the structural building block of the dermis that helps to prevent against uh, crepiness and helps also to support um, elastin, which is the elasticity or the snap back that we need. And, you know, we all know an older skin, it's like if it doesn't snap back as well, um, then those that means that the elastin um, fibers have been degraded. And so that's why they don't spring spring back as well. Kind of thinking about like um, the waistband of sweatpants, you know, over time they fragment and don't snap back to their original form. I always like to use a lot of visual analogies on podcasts because it's hard to really kind of get of your course, head around. Of course, fantastic. What when I, normally I'm I'm drawing things in my office trying to explain what I'm what I'm trying to communicate. Um, but the other things that I like to just as far as to answer your question. Um, fully about why I, I like to work with Elizabeth Thornton is I, I love companies who are really leaning into the science. I mean, it's not just putting a, a famous face with a brand and being like, let's sell some skincare. People who are really putting their money where their mouth is as far as research and development. And um, they were the first to bring ceramides to market 30 years ago. If you think about the antioxidant space, that was Elizabeth Arden. Pollution Shield. Well, I was skincare. using the ceramides, the original ceramides on my belly while I was pregnant. Oh, I, was a, I was a 
a full immersion Elizabeth Arden girl during my pregnancy. I, I trusted it and I liked it and it gave me great results. So it was, yeah, yeah it was ceramized on my belly, provision on my face. <laughs> I think that's great. And I love that you waited till um, after the morning sickness to use your provage because those smell aversions when you're pregnant are like exactly very, I just couldn't do yeah, anything. There are perfumes I cannot wear still to this day yeah. because of that. So you are very smart. But I do I, I I do love the smell of that felt smells very luxe um and it feels luxe but it's not overpowering. I mean I think some with fragrance in scents in skincare you have to be very careful when you're formulating because it can't be too much. I, I want to ask you about um the correct way to apply the Provage anti-aging serum. Um, is it with your ring finger? You know, we, we've all had like a little lesson or we've watched it on mm-hmm. TikTok or uh, yeah. Instagram. How would you tell your patients to apply the eye serum correctly and how much should we be using? Yes. So I love, I love the applicator that Me it comes too. with. I give it a massage with that. Yes. And I just think ergonomically it, it fits so nicely into the contour of the periorbital region or in your, you know, the area around your eye. Um, and it's cool because it's got that metal tip. And so I, I kind of dot it on with that and give it a little massage with the device, with the applicator itself. And then I just follow through with my fourth finger, as you have well elucidated that that's the, the weakest finger on the hand. And so we tend to try to tap that in, but I also use it above along. That's what I was going to ask you. Can we yeah. use it above? Because, you know, Definitely. Now that I'm in my late forties, that area is of concern. You know, just that you start to notice that the eyelid is getting heavier. Absolutely. I mean, and that's a reality that starts to occur in our early thirties, if not late twenties, as far as what what is called brow ptosis, and we get a drop in the brow of up to four millimeters. And obviously Uh, the lid is part of that. And so that's just a normal part of physiologic aging, which is horrifying. If you think about the aperture of your eye closing by four millimeters. So anything we can do to support that delicate skin above and below the eye is really important. And not all eye creams are formulated to be able to be used on the upper lid. So that's a good point of distinction. I do like the serum not being heavy. I sometimes feel puffy the next day if I use a really rich cream around my eyes, even if it's been formulated for the eyes. So for me, as I've gotten older, I do appreciate using a serum and I tend to go for a serum like treatment. Sometimes if the cream is too thick, even if you put your concealer on it, it must pills. Um, and that is obviously not what we're going for is to draw more attention to the, the wrinkles or things settling in, into fine lines. So I think it's nice to have a very highly absorptive serum that's loaded with actives, but also goes into the skin very quickly and nicely. And do you recommend your patients use the eye serum day and night? I do. Yeah, I think that I mean, there's nothing in in the formulation that's going to be irritating that you would need to only use it once a day. And so it's just going to help to support the skin and to help hydrate it and protect it. And what about dark circles? You know, we talked about crepiness. We talked about fine lines. What about dark circles? So dark circles um, are are so tough to treat because they're multifactorial. One part of it is just the normal facial contour and human anatomy. We know we have a concavity there going in towards the nose and 
before in that transition to the convex cheek. And so just the shadowing, the way that the light hits will give the appearance of darkness in, you know, in, in a non-aged face in my, my baby girl out there, like she's got some dark circles based on the way the light reflexes. You can then add to that the fact that there's a vascular complex right underneath that this translucency of the skin, it's called something called a tendal effect in the way the light goes through the skin. It actually reflects on those veins, kind of like the veins on your wrist. We know that that skin isn't blue in a line. It's a vein underneath. And that's the same thing that's occurring under the eye. And then on the surface of the skin, there can also be pigment. So there are multiple things that we're dealing with in order to address what is causing the dark circle or is a triad of all of those elements. And so what I do in office is to either do filler or, or laser in order to build the collagen there to separate the distance between the skin and the vascular complex. It also can help change the angle a little bit so it's not so concave. We certainly don't want a shelf where it's in the lower eyelid and then you just build out. That's the, that's the filler, part where everyone starts looking crazy, yeah. It looks terrible, but, but there's no dark circle there, you know, and so people... Um, tend to get fixated and, and really shift their perception of what is normal when they've looked at themselves for, for too long or when they've been doing too many things. So is um, that what you call the tear trough filler? Is that what? Yes. yes. And do you yeah. use that? Do you apply that with a cannula? Is that the. I, I do sometimes. And sometimes it's just easier for me to go straight in. I mean, what I will say and, and offer to your, you and your listeners is this one, that filler is not for the neophyte. Like you do not want to bargain shop that you need to go to someone who really knows what they're doing because it is it is can potentially be a very dangerous procedure to do in the wrong hands. Now that said, I have never ever ever had any bad outcomes from it, but I've I've seen them reported, and it would be horrifying that if you're going in to look better and then have visual impact, that could be quite devastating. So I, that's just a public service announcement for anyone listening. That I think it's a public ready, service announcement announcement for anything that you're getting done to your face. You yes. know, really make sure that you're going to someone who's an expert. Don't shop on price, shop on expertise. I always say that in every single episode of any expert that I bring on, I, if there's one thing that I hope to impart on the listeners is that, you know, we only have one face, one body, um, that it, it really is worth investing in in someone who's going to take care of it well. Before we finish, Dr. Dendy, I want to um, circle back and, and maybe add to what you were saying about treatment of the eye area. You know, and you mentioned that you understand the harsh climate that Australians live in. We also have a very big multicultural um, uh, uh, population. And I'm wondering, um, similar to New York, I guess, it's quite a multicultural um, city. Is the Provage anti-aging eye serum good for all skin tones? Does it, it is do you recommend eye eye serum, face serum for all skin tones, for all ethnicities? Um, is there any anyone who shouldn't be using it? Yeah, that's the great point. To, to make. And, and there is not anyone who is excluded, no skin type, no skin tone, um, who can't um, benefit from the Provage line. Uh, honestly, I can't think of anything that um, would be excluded um, in any of the Arden offerings. So that is a great point of distinction. And I really 
hate when I have to go on TV or talk about something that um, is trending and it's like, well, this or, or a laser or a device or something, but it's only safe in half of the skin tones. Like that's not fair. Um, and so I do love the inclusivity uh, of the offerings and, and certainly everyone can benefit from that. And I, I think just to close that loop, the one thing I didn't hit on as far as something that happens in deeper skin tones is the dark circle is contributed by darkness, by hyperpigmentation of the skin. And that's actually the easiest to lift. And so I think that if, if that is what is causing the dark circle around the eye, um, certainly there are ways to lighten that. It's much easier than injecting a filler or doing a laser um, in order to cushion the distance between the vessels or change that angle. If it's just hyperpigmentation there, then there's some really nice offerings and certainly using Provage or antioxidants to help lighten and protect against further darkening is going to be part of that. Um, but there are also some actives that are really good in lightening the skin there. Um, so, you know, one, you just have to help, someone has to help you navigate what is causing the dark circle and then how to address it. But I think and that it's that, good for the boys as well, right? Yes. And, and I, I think like the devices, they love the, yeah. they love the applicator and it's mm -hmm. cooling. So, you know, if you've got computerized or if you've got that really tired eyes, the applicator can be really soothing. Um, and I know the boys like. Yes, I, I, I I've lost a, I've lost a couple of my eye serum. Many an eye serum. <laughs> yes. Where'd that run off to? Do you recommend um, eye treatment as a first port of call when you are treating men? Because I would say that, that that would be a really easy introduction to them for cosmeceuticals, easy introduction to them with clinical procedures. Yes, I, I find that men, um, that's where they tend to focus most. Um, and, you know, it's, it's not particularly fair that gray hair is distinguishing in men and crow's feet or, you know, make them, they, it, it's not as stigmatized, I find, as in the female gender. Um, so we, we often will talk about that, like softening things, but not taking it fully away. Because if you do, you know, efface all of the wrinkles of a man, um, unless that's what their desired outcome is, it can often um, tend, tend to feminize them a bit. But you know, we're in New York City where that may be the, the outcome they're desiring too. So, you know what, what we all navigate together in this journey as to what our desired outcome is. And I try to help patients get there. Dr. Dendi Engelman, thank you so much for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure. I'm sorry to pull you away from your family so early in the morning in New York. Okay. Um, and I just want to thank you for taking us through one of the most um, often asked questions that I get, you know, what should I be doing around my eyes? How can I be looking after it? How can I make it look better? And now that, you know, the face masks are off, the eyes can sparkle and, you know, they can be part of the whole face, but it is always nice to focus on a particular concern. And I really appreciate your time and also sharing some of the clinical options that we have as well. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful day ahead. Thank you. You as well. Have a good night. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. 